Greetings and welcome, everyone. It's All You Can Geek Gamecast, episode 492. I'm one of your hosts, Jim Gast, joined by Mike Sneedy. What's up? Roy Feinstein. Tanyong. And... <laughs> that was a good one. And <laughs> Tony Cor- that was That just threw me off. And Tony Corganakis. <laughs> Yosh. <laughs> yeah. Uh, welcome, guys, and welcome, listeners and viewers, to 492 of the Gamecast. Uh, man, it's been a it's been a week. Final Fantasy is finally here for some of us. <laughs> Thank you, Amazon. Uh, yeah. I haven't gotten to play it yet, but it is nope. here. It is here. Uh, so, unfortunately, we will not be talking about that tonight. Thank you, Amazon, for all of us ordering. How do we all order from the same vendor too? Because it was cheap. Well, it was cheap ass deal, man. Was cheap, yeah. That's why I got it. Yeah. Uh, so. Yeah, they got us in the end, and I don't think it was based on the coronavirus. They can say it was, but it wasn't. Mm. I got stuff I ordered at like I got I ordered on Friday. I got it on Monday from Amazon, mm. and it's not health related stuff. It's not. So, I don't think it was a supply issue from Square Enix. Some like something could, in the chain probably got affected. It could have been. Uh, anyways, tonight we've got a great topic: our top five N sixty four games. Now, Corey, I don't think you played much N sixty four, did you? No, I had an N sixty four. Okay, bought at launch. I was afraid that he couldn't contribute too much to this. We are going to do, and I will tell you this, we are going to do PlayStation, and we will do Saturn. Mike, I don't know what you could do. F- yeah, I don't know what we can do yet for you on this. We're going to figure that out, because Mike didn't get to play those. This was a different time. Didn't you know? Didn't have a lot of as many people that had the different systems, so usually like I had N64. Uh, but I got to play Saturn because Corey had it, so I was lucky there. And like I was so infatuated with the PlayStation that I kept renting it from Blockbuster, so I played a lot of it. I've never uh, even seen a Saturn in person, I don't think. I have one here. It doesn't work, <laughs> but I have one in my closet. So actually, was that Nick's? Or was that mine? No, that's yours. The oh. the the drive. Where is it here? Well, I think the the battery, the memory battery died, so like we, you we couldn't replace. turn it off. Well, it and... doesn't. Hang on, I'm gonna just unblur my background here. There we go, guys. And here is. The Sega Saturn. Look at that beast. There we it's go. there. Um, so the problem is the the CD player stops reading. Mm-hmm. So I remember at one point, like well, that... you couldn't turn it off because otherwise you'd lose your progress because you yeah. couldn't save games. Yep, yep. So like, he had to play the entire game without turning. Which is fine. Off. Dragon Force nonstop was the way we played it. I know. Damn. But yeah, that did happen. Like the battery backup wouldn't work. Uh, I got a new battery for it, and then the CD drive stopped reading. Yeah. So. Uh, I don't even know how I can fix that. If anybody knows that's listening to this, you can email us podcast at allingeek.net and let me know because I would I, I'm good with hardware. Trust me, I can take things apart. I just don't know how to fix it. I don't know how any of those old disk drive systems work at all now. The PlayStation you had to flip over and put it on its lid. The original. I mean, the, the PlayStations were always rough. Like uh, even when they were new, they kept. Any of the Stop. base PlayStation models were always terrible. It was always the revision. Yeah. Like the PS1, like the Slim model, the PS2 Slim was fine. PS3 Slim was fine. Yeah. But like yeah. the base was always terrible. Anyways, so we're going to get into that topic of N64. And I said we'll do the other ones later. Uh, but we couldn't do it all in one night because there's just too many things to talk about. Uh, first things first, getting into what we've been up to, guys. Um Man, I had a, a nice busy week, finally, with games. Uh, I played through the entire playthrough, finally, of Resident Evil 2's Leon story. Nice. Leon, action hero Kennedy. Um, I have never finished that game, believe it or not. Like, I know the story. I do know the story. I've seen it. Like, I know that thing. But, like, I never finished that game. So, when I got to, like, the Umbrella, uh, uh, like, Nest, I was like, wow, this looks a lot like the movie and then i realized like the movie was based <laughs> off the game and i'm like wow this is really like really Wait, good the like, movie with the same title is yeah. based off of- well it was resident evil one though no, uh, yeah. but yeah uh but then i realized that they kind of combined resident evil two and one into one movie and then three was resident evil two uh just with Milly right. jovovich's character and getting rid of these main characters um because i finally well i also i'll get into that in a second so i played the uh, leon and i realized like i the problem with these games is I really love these games. I love watching somebody play these games. Like, Corey, I would enjoy watching you play Code Veronica. Uh, if I was playing Silent Hill, I would enjoy, like, my friend Drew Ooh. playing it. Yeah. Uh, but I don't like to play them. I, I it, Like, it causes me this, like, anxiety thing. Like, <laughs> Yeah, I totally yeah. hear. Yeah, so I, when I finished Leon, I was like, I don't want to play Claire, so let me go through it. I literally watched hour, like, minute for minute, I watched the entire playthrough of Claire. Uh, I did skip through, like, the police station part because I was like, I've seen this you know, I know yeah, this no, area. Nothing changes there. Yeah, um, but uh, it was like really cool to watch somebody else play it and know what they were doing. Uh, and then I was like, so I got to see the whole story, actual full. Story. I never had that full thing before. Did I freeze? Sorry. Uh, and uh, you know, and then I'm like, you know what? 
I'm going to continue this right on to Resident Evil 3. And so I watched a playthrough, entire playthrough of Resident Evil 3. This guy was not good. Uh, and I was... <laughs> But it was, it was the like, same was, guy you watched the playlist. No, I, I chose somebody else this time because I was like, let me watch somebody else playing. And there's no commentary on this. But the guy was I was I found myself yelling at my TV. I'm like, fucking reload. He uh, he would go in the room. Wait, and I'm like, fucking reload. What are you doing? So so he's not good, and he didn't even have anything to say. No commentary. His his thing was supposed to be a walkthrough of the game. It was like it, one of the first walkthroughs that were launched. So he got all the clicks. Were you like but he dies? He dies, like, I don't know how many times in this walkthrough, and I'm just like and, – and every time, like, I don't know how many times I watched zombies pounding on a door, and then I, and then I proceed, watched him proceed to walk towards that door, and I'm like, dude, what the dude, fuck, the average man? gamer is terrible. Average yeah. gamer is terrible. I'm like, I was like, Jesus Christ. Like, uh, you know, I, like, I, I really – like, I'm happy I got to watch that game. It looks phenomenal, but it's so short. Like, it's this guy died like, a lot of times, and he was bad. There was times also he cut out where he probably died because he just jumped to the scene again. I'm like, okay, he probably re-edited that. Uh, and then, you know, it took him five hours still with multiple deaths on standard. And it was just, you know, it's very short game. So I'm very happy I watched that playthrough of the game. Now I got that story because I never, I never watched that. I never knew anything about Resident Evil 3. I didn't play it at all. It's a lot more action-packed than 2. Like, it's a lot more action-oriented. Uh, there's still some fright moments, but most of it's action uh, but yeah, man, I really got into this watching people play the game, but not Twitch. I don't want I don't want people talking to me while they play. I just want to watch them play the game sometimes. So I really like enjoyed this, and I think I might go and watch um, Resident Evil One now, the remake. You know, I can watch that again and really get that whole story. I'm like, I'm in this Resident Evil kick. I want to watch the movie now. Uh, I don't know. It's like <laughs> it's the time. Maybe it's the, the pandemic outside. Maybe that's helping. I don't know, but you know, it's. It's it's crazy. Like I, I really like enjoyed that playthrough. Uh, you know, so I enjoyed that. Play was like I said. Sorry too though. Like you didn't yes. talk about like. So okay. let, me, let me get back into this. <laughs> let me go back. So playing as like finally playing Resident Evil Two. Uh, I think my jaw was down a lot. Like I was just like, wow, this fucking looks fantastic. Because there's scenes I remember, like like in my head. I'm like I remembered. I'm like. I, I'm like, this looked really good in my head back when I played it. And then I looked it up online. I'm like, oh, wow, they did a fucking amazing job. But in your head, you got to give them credit back in, you know, back in PlayStation. Oh, yeah. Like, they made that image in my head, like what they did in this game. Like, I always thought, I'm like, wow, I always looked like, never like that good, but looked pretty damn good. But no, it doesn't. Uh, and man, the police station, though, they did, uh, that was so in depth, uh, what they did. And like the Umbrella Lab, like Nest, I thought it looked amazing there. Uh, and I think they intertwined some what they had in the original game and what they got inspiration from the movie. Uh, I think they kind of intertwined that a little bit, which is good. Uh, and uh, I don't know. I really, really enjoyed the gameplay. Holy crap. Not having the tank control. Like I, I, it was awesome. Like the fluid control. Uh, game yeah, changer. Yeah. Like the inventory management. I don't like, I don't like the, I mean, yes, obviously you want to have short boxes. So you have to decide, but I don't know. I just felt like it was too like, okay, what do I bring too here? Yeah. yeah, it was too restrictive. Um, they seemed to fix that in three from what I saw. There was a lot more boxes available to you. Uh -huh. um, so, But I really enjoyed playing the game. Like, holy crap. Uh, There's a lot of times I'm like, holy shit. I said that like, I don't know how many times. I have a seven-year-old here. And she's like, holy shit. She's in the, she looks at him like, oh, I'm sorry. I sort of said a bad word. <laughs> uh, and then like, and then like in the end, I'm like, I think I yelled, Jesus fucking Christ, die already. Like, <laughs> That's always a good one. Like, at that point, I'm like, Jesus. And what's crazy is I just watched Resident Evil 3 playthrough, and I think Jill says something very similar to that at the end of the playthrough for her. And uh, it was just like, oh. And I don't mind talking about this story because it's been around for you. It's not a spoiler. Like, no. they didn't really watch. Um, I, I did never knew that Resident Evil 3 occurred before and after RE2, though. I never knew that. Yep. Ooh. It's awesome. Uh, I also played Animal Crossing. I finally got that hooked up. And uh, yeah, my gathering adventure has begun. Uh, <laughs> I, I love the relaxed nature of fishing. Like, I will fish constantly right now. Uh, I do, you know what I like? I didn't like about the game at first, but I like because I'm playing other stuff, mm -hmm. is because you can play other stuff with this game. It's like, you know, you pick it up, you play it, you order Perfect. some you stuff. You play like one hour and that's yeah. it. Or you said, 30 minutes and that's like, it. Yeah. I ordered a new chair and. Uh, <laughs> What else did I order? I ordered a something for outside a bench, and I'm like, it'll be here tomorrow. I'm, you know, I'm done. I'm done today. I'm done. And uh, go and play. 
teasing. Damn. Uh, you know, go and play something else. And then, uh, you know, so now, like I said, I was watching the playthroughs. Oh, I did a lot of watching. Like, it, you're talking like nine hours of watching somebody play a game I just did t- this weekend. Uh, and today included. I was working while kind of finishing up RE3. Um, mm-hmm. But, man, like Animal Crossing is a perfect balance game to play multiple games with. Like, it is that... Uh, it, it's a cutesy game. It's great because, like, I have a seven-year-old here who can actually watch me play this game and enjoy it. Uh, my, I will say, give you guys a story. My nephew is playing this game. He's five, and he's playing this game and loving it. Like, uh, we got, we were doing Zoom on Easter for the family, and my uh, sister was telling me that he um, was Saturday night. He played the game. The game told him that he would have a new friend waiting for him Sunday morning when he got to the game. She said he couldn't go to sleep. He was so excited. <laughs> oh, that's cute. <laughs> yeah. And it was the bunny, you know, the Easter, the, the bunny friend that shows up or something like that the next yeah, morning. Yeah. So when he saw his the friend show up, he was just like crying in, in tears. He was so happy that he had a new friend in the game. Like it's just, especially in this day and age with like the being locked up and the kids can't play with each other yeah. that much. It's This game is like, he's, he's loving it too. And this is a five-year-old. It's not like the most in-depth game, but there is some depth to it. If you get into like our side of things, there's some like, uh, like very rare things to get bug wise, uh, fish wise, you know, you know where the money's at. You know, it's like, okay. It's like, you start to kind of find that and, and build up like, yeah, you know, yeah, it's definitely awesome. Uh, I'm happy to hear that. Um, does, uh, does Aria like, has she watched you play it or? Yeah. She likes the cutesy characters. Mm-hmm. Um, she hasn't given it a try herself yet though, but she, cause I, Decided, like, I thought about making her the main of the town, but I'm like, nah, she's not going to play. She doesn't mind watching me play, I'm sure, so I'm just going to play it. And then she can just watch me play and talk to the characters. And, you know, so that that was the, that was the goal. You know, the yeah, perfect thing about the game is that it's really awesome if you want to watch something in the background that you yeah. don't necessarily have to pay 100% attention to. And, like, you just play it in handheld mode. Because it's not like, you know, there's no timing other than, like, the fishing or something like that. It's just... Yeah. I really thought, like, I really thought that I could, um, like, maybe hand the controller off to her on occasion, let her play it that way. Oh, yeah. It's not the bat, not that big of a deal. So sure. that's what I thought. So yeah, those are my um, my new playthroughs. Um, I think Doom might be coming up next with Animal Crossing because I, I can balance it. But Final Fantasy just came in, so that's pro- I don't know. I really want to play Doom, but I also now heard it's not as good as 2016. That's what really? I was hearing. That's what I heard. I heard it was better, but they went too big. Yeah. They went too big. Uh, okay. Um, so. But that's only from Giant Bomb, from those wondering. I was just listening to Giant Bombcast. And oh, fuck Giant Bomb. I don't mind. I, mean, they have pretty, I like some of their views. Like, it's not like I'm listening to Jeff. I'm listening to, like, other people like Ben and them that were, you know. I hate most of the people in Giant Bomb. Just Not hate. I just don't care for them. Yeah. So I just, like, heard that they were not that impressed with the game. But uh, not impressed with them. Yeah. Okay. There we go. Even. even <laughs> Sorry. I just <laughs> even Steven. Giant Bomb. All right. Uh, so that's really it for me. Mike, what have you been playing? Um. A little more Apex Legends, um, mm-hmm. but um, obviously I, I again I told you guys I think last week that I stalled on MGS2. I just didn't want to bother with Raiden, Raiden. <laughs> uh, but uh, so so then I looked for other stuff. I was interested in Game Pass, and um, I just started Yakuza Zero. Nice! Wow, that's Ooh. awesome. I'm dude. I'm so happy you're playing that game. I'm like. <laughs> The happiest I've ever been that you actually picked up, like, back-to-back, Metal Gear Solid 3 and Yakuza 0? This is a new mic. Well, I mean... Japanese games. I I mean, I used to, but, like, I'm expanding my horizons here because they're Game Pass and uh, there's not other stuff to do. No, and the thing is, like, and this game is very Japanese. Uh, They they don't even... They don't even... This is the... Spiritual yeah. successor to Shenmue. Shenmue yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, so I know that I was going to miss the, the window for Shenmue. So I'm like, all right, I'll try something like this. And also I was always interested in both this and Mafia as like a GTA alternative type of thing. But I feel like this is more different. So I'll probably like it, – it, it'll just feel more unique to me. So, I mean, I just, I just started up. And I know this is, I think, a prequel, obviously, for something that's – long going so this will be like the second sort of like later released prequel that i am playing first kind of yeah, in a row, yeah. It's, it's a where, prequel though it's before everything so it's in yeah, so. order timeline order you you won't get like the impact of the characters as much because it's but it, it's new for you anyways it should be impactful anyways i yeah, guess like so, yeah so it, it looks like a funny so, goofy type of game <laughs> it'll when, be fun when can i add 
Shenmue. When can I add Shenmue to your schedule then? I mean, I was going to play the first two, but I, when I saw it was expiring on Game Pass, too soon for me to get through it, then I'm just like, eh, whatever. That's when you picked up Yakuza. Yakuza is like the, you know, successor to Shenmue. You know, everybody says so. Yeah. Uh, you know, but uh, so uh, I mean, I just cool. just started it, but uh, I'll probably keep going with it. It seems interesting enough that i got the sort of premise that happened here where it seems like you might be getting set up or something cool. <laughs> so um yeah so we'll see how that goes another experiment for me yeah cool all right Corey, what have you been playing well i've been trying to play borderlands on the xbox but since we got this update it's been like glitchy really bad like really bad that i can't i can't even play it because uh it just the frames are just all over the place so unfortunately i've not been playing any of that uh actually just most have been playing board games online hmm. <laughs> that's really it. okay cool all right anything good i actually or... played a game with tony last week oh cool buddy, somebody's uh played ethnos and uh smash up so cool good stuff awesome uh all right tony anything good Nothing new. More Animal Crossing, League of Legends, just waiting for FF7 tomorrow. Yeah, yeah. I, it's installing right now for me. <laughs> yeah. It's two it's discs. A, I'm like, what is this? It's two discs? Oh, my well, shit. Oh, I didn't man. know that. So we're, we're, we're back to that point in the generation. Yeah, I know. So, I'm like, whoa. This is like, <laughs> yeah, it's this going retro. retro. <laughs> so we wanted you to swap discs at least once. <laughs> yeah. yeah it's like, at least uh, it's not seven times or whatever the hell it was for eight. Uh, but, yeah. um, well, Pendragoon had the, five discs, I think. Yeah. The worst part for me was when I messaged you guys saying like it arrived for me, I forgot that my delivery address on Amazon from August of 2018 was my parents' house. So because nobody knows where my house is and I wasn't locked into my house. So it's at my parents and I have no idea how I'm going to get that yet. But uh, I'm going to leave it outside. Well, yeah, my, they come down to at least visit my grandmother. So I'm trying to keep my distance from, from my dad. But uh, I know they, they have. They have masks and gloves and they're EMTs, so they have the stuff they need. Oh, you know, uh, that's your, your parents so, don't trust that. Yeah, yeah. Don't trust your parents. But, uh, yeah, so they're doing that. But I'm, I'm my brother has to go there for something soon, so I'm trying to get him to get my game for me when he goes. So. Yeah, I mean, I had to drive into the office because, like, I usually just get stuff sent to my office. And I forgot because we ordered this so long ago. I forgot that that's where I had to go to. I'm like, ah, oh, shoot, it got delivered. I'm like, but not to my house. Yeah, I didn't see I that. I to drive. To, I got the uh, delivery notification. I'm like, awesome. And I'm like... Wait, I went to my mailbox. I'm like, it's not, it's not here. And I'm like, oh no. <laughs> uh, so yeah. All right, let's get into the news. Oh, uh, before we get into what listed, I didn't put something, and it was relevant to what you talked about. But apparently, the next Resident Evil remake is going to be Resident Evil Four. That's what I'm getting on the news. I have it. On oh, the it's news. on the news. I have it. Oh, right I here. didn't. Oh, my uh, bad. Very yeah, well. Uh, more details emerge about that actually is what I have on the link in the news because I mentioned it in our chat on Discord. But you might uh, as well just keep that train rolling. I mean, yeah, yeah it's been corroborated. Now this game's been redone. How many? It's on every system essentially. I but mean, it's been Corey. Great. Corey, you got to ask for Code Veronica, man. Of course, I, I mean, I, they, I can't wait for that. I mean, they got to do it. But I, yeah, I think I've played Resident Evil Four on three systems. I played it on three sets. I played it on uh, GameCube, GameCube Wii, two. and uh, I think um, Xbox, PlayStation Four or Three, something. PlayStation like that. Two or was it PlayStation Three? Yeah, please. Uh, it was. I think it was on PlayStation Three. Yeah, it got ported everywhere. Basically, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. This is a game like I, when I mentioned it before they were going to do this. This is this is one of those I'm going to play because uh, I never actually played through this game. So I played it, but I never played through it. So I'll play this one when it comes back out. This will be a 2022 release window. Uh, this has been corroborated by a bunch of sources now. Um, apparently, the former head of Platinum Games, yeah, um, is going to be working on this, as well as some of the Resident Evil remake, uh, Resident Evil 2 remake team, uh, and Devil May Cry 5 teams. So a um, co- couple different teams working on this game uh, for Resident Evil 4. To make it, uh, yeah, it, it really makes me happy to hear because, like, unfortunately, Resident Evil, even the original Resident Evil Three, was kind of like a quick and dirty, like, not true sequel in the, in the sense that they used a lot of assets for, that they created yes. for RE Two and just yeah. like made a couple new assets for RE Three. So even back then, RE Three wasn't as well received, um, and 
the current remake. I think 3 is definitely a downgrade compared to RE2 remake. Um, but I'm happy that they're going to be, you know, throwing their full weight behind RE4 remake because that's my favorite Resident Evil, like, hands down. Even though it's, like, the least, like, true Resident Evil because it, like, goes well, a little way. From, from... Right, it was a big departure from, like, the horror and more into that. I mean, it's still horror, but, like, it's dipping more into, like, action-y horror and stuff like and that. And moving but, away yeah. from the pure zombie as well. Right, right, yeah. right, exactly. Yeah. It's more like actual bioweapon stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah I'm uh, excited. Cool. Can't wait. Yeah, it looks good. Um, XCOM has a new game, Chimera Squad. Yep, 10 days. Or 9 days, whatever it is. April 24th for 10 bucks at launch yep. it's on Steam. Gears Tactics is in, like, a, a week or two as well. Yeah. Wow. Uh, yeah, wow, that looks good, too. I Like I said, that was, I was really excited for that game. I'm super excited for Gears Tactics. I got, well, so this yeah. is a completely side story, like, its own game, Chimera Squad, so mm-hmm. interesting. Um, there's the NASCAR. The NASCAR driver thing we mentioned on the movie cast, <laughs> Kyle Larson suspended for a racist language. Actually, he's been um, fired. indefinitely uh, <laughs> was indefinitely released from his contract or something like that. I, was like, I forget how they worded it. Uh, so, yeah, he's basically, he's fired. He, all of his sponsors has dropped him. He's got no sponsors anymore, so he you can't hire him and drive a car because you don't have any sponsors, which you can't drive a car then for. Um, I guess some good news that comes out of what we're doing right now with this pandemic, unfortunately, some good news is that it looks like WWE 2K21 <laughs> is not going to hit us. And I, <laughs> it's the other epidemics, these mm-hmm. WWE 2K games. I mean, 2K20 last year was so bad. We were talking about it on the podcast, like, People were making fun of like the glitches in that game. Like, there's videos mm-hmm. out there where people are clipping. The ref would be clipping through people, and you would just fall through the ring. Uh, it oh, was the character models. Skin were yeah. loading. Yeah. yeah, the character models were god awful. Uh, it needed a break so badly that it looks like finally 2K has decided to take some of this feedback and work on it for a second for another year. Uh, and that's a good thing. And I thought I put it on here for news. It's a rumor right now, but it looks. We're going to talk about N64 games. Some of the, some there are some really good yeah, wrestling games on N64. NW yep. Revenge. <laughs> yes, that was fantastic. It didn't make my list, but that was like right there. Uh, you might be hearing some. I don't know. I mean, we, I, might, we might hear about it. I played that th- that game to death. Like I don't even like wrestling, but I love that game. <laughs> yeah, I don't even like wrestling, and I love that game. Yeah. I would play that for hours at Buddha's house like crazy. Like I would oh, just yeah, sit there would, with. Yeah. Yeah, like me and Eric, uh, we would play um, the what is it, the ninety nine man brawl or mm-hmm. the, whatever it was, the or Rumble. Just, yeah, Royal Rumble. Yeah, and just like put in max characters and just fucking like see, like you know, challenge ourselves to like decimate everybody using the original characters we got or something like that. <laughs> yeah, it was amazing. So I mean, this is what they have to return to. The wrestling games have gotten terrible. Um, Let's see. What else? Trying to make them more sim, like sim, Sims, and like yeah. wrestling's not a sim sport. <laughs> it's, yeah. it's not. So, so. stop yep. making it like realistic. Uh, let's see. If you have a PlayStation account, you can get a free Uncharted collection right now. Um, Journey. Yeah. And the whole, Journey. Yeah. Uh, interesting. So uh, yeah, that's gonna be free until May fifteenth. You can get the whole Uncharted uh, Drake's Adventure. Um, not whole, but. The collection. It's, it's like one, collection. Two, one, it's and two. one, two, and three. Oh, I thought it was one, two, and three. One, one two, three. three. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, it's one, two, and three. So you get one through three. You don't get four, but that's okay. That's pretty cheap anyway. You'll get it at some point yeah. if you really so, want. Yeah. So, and that's that's it for the news, guys. We have... Um, oh, yeah, there is that uh, the cyberpunk news that I put in the general chat. That, that? Apparently, cyberpunk is done. Uh, so oh, yeah. I, don't, I don't think... It seems like yeah. it won't get delayed. Uh, however, then they talked about DLC that it's going to be as big or bigger than Witcher Three, which is a lot. So we'll see if that actually happens on any sort of timetable. But uh, so I think we might actually get this one. When it's, they yeah, said in September. I think so too. Mm-hmm. I think so too. They've been. They also said it. that I mean they got delayed a DLC lot before already. the release of the yeah. game, and that there'll be no less than Witcher Three. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, which is interesting. So it's gonna be huge. This game's gonna be huge. I'm excited for it. Yeah, definitely. That's good. Something, something we know is coming at the end of the summer. That's that's great. <laughs> yep. So, all right. Uh, let's see what we got. Oh, we have our topic now. Uh, top five N64 games, guys. Um, let me get my list open here before we get started. Um, I usually write myself down before I get there. I'll kick us off though. Uh, oh my god, did I just delete the whole thing? <laughs> <laughs> no, I didn't. Okay. 
number five for me, guys. Wave 64. Huh? Wave, wave race. Wave race, yep. yeah. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. My All I heard was 64 hits. It's like, that doesn't It could be much. <laughs> Wave race 64 for me was like, I would... <laughs> hours uh i mentioned last week on my top five games for the snes was f-zero the reason why wave race makes this list for me at number five was the amount of hours i spent trying to over overdo that game no to overdo the stunts to see if i could do i could do can i do a quadruple flip off of that like second wave in the first stage and like it was past the point of points like they wouldn't they didn't even recognize it as a move but i'm just trying to do it over, <laughs> over, over again so uh or, like an extra, points. or an extra barrel roll you know in the barrel roll thing like i i, I love playing that game non-stop uh yeah, it, was, it, it would make yeah. an honorary mention for me just because like i love that game like it was so cool because it's like you 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 know Nintendo has these crazy ideas where like nobody makes like a wave racing like a yeah you know Ski, let's skis. make a game at it and like yeah. let's incorporate a stunt system and this was like this I don't want to say, think it was like two after like Tony Hawk or anything like that. So it wasn't like they like were ripping off of it. It's like what can we do instead of skateboards? Was it was it before Tony Hawk? Hmm. Let me think. Uh, was it, wasn't keep it talking. A, I'll look it up. Was it in a launch game? It was near. It was near launch. launch. It was near launch. So I think it was around Tony I think Hawk. It, was, it might have been before because Tony Hawk was also on the N sixty four. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know every, right everyone remembers it as a PlayStation game, but it was on the N64 too. So. Yeah. Well, they remember it because the the music was better on PlayStation. Oh wow, yeah. Uh, so Wave Race 64 was released September 27, 1996. Tony Hawk Pro Skater was uh, September 29, 1999. So three years later. Yeah, mm-hmm. and this was like a stunt game. Uh, it was so awesome, uh, and it looked it looked amazing back in that day. Oh, like, I, oh god, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. the water was yeah. crazy. Yeah. The water effect was incredible. You never saw that in a game. The physics too. The water oh, physics. Yeah, crazy. yeah. Mm-hmm. It brought something new to the table. So yeah, that's why that made my list. Um, that's my number five. Mike, what was your number five? Um, my number five is Star Wars Rogue Squadron. Hey, that's my number five too. Nice, nice. nice. Yeah. Um. Uh, so. Star Wars for me, especially back then, this was after the reissue around that time. Uh, one of the things that I liked was all the different types of ships and the the, the sky, the sky or space combat. And uh, Rogue Squadron really just like dug you into all of that. And you know, it's sort of like the mental rules about what I know about like you know that the A wing is quick and maneuverable, but it it's, doesn't take a lot of hits. The Y wing is slow. The workhorse of the Rebel Alliance. Yeah. I really- <laughs> <laughs> drops bombs and stuff and has lots of armor, but it can't move too well, you know. And then the X-wing is like, you know, the Mario, the the, the yeah, all around, yeah, <laughs> all around. Yeah. So uh, and so that's how I learned it. This game and it it was just and it looked great for the time, like great. Oh, it looked amazing. So you got the the Ram pack. Yeah, this one had this was one of the first games I think with the uh, expansion pack uh, compatibility, or, unless that was one of the, its sequels. I'm not sure, but either way. It was a, it was just a great franchise, and this was the start of it for me. Um, cool. It's just great Star Wars space combat that's like sort of defines the space combat in that whole universe for me. Yeah, Tony. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, and that's what I was gonna say too. Like, um, I would, you know, thinking back, like, um, it was hard to come up with because I knew I wanted either this or Shadows of the Empire on my list because that was, those yeah, two Star Wars, was, right? Yeah. Right. It was right there on my phone. It was like right. it's the next yeah. one on my list. Yeah. But the thing, the thing is, I remember. Shadows of the Empire was it was playable back in the day, but today I don't think it holds up. Like the controls are just that was like mad. a launch title. Yeah, too, it was right? launched. It was like yeah, pretty close to the, launch. It was I remember, launch. I mean, that was sort of like planting seeds for Rogue Squadron because it didn't yeah, have that boss right. level. And that's what I was gonna say because when I thought about it, I was like, the best levels in Shadows of the Empire were the, the any of the vehicle levels, like the the Hoth level, the space mm-hmm. battles, where you, mm-hmm. you played as the Outrider. So I was like, no, like, like that was great. Don't get me wrong, but like Rogue Squadron was what perfected like that aerial combat. We're like, no, we're not gonna mess with this janky third person, like you know, whatever. We're just super gonna super long embrace. levels, <laughs> right? Yeah. yeah, super long levels, like terror. Like, oh my god, I remember this one's boss fights being cheesy, but oh, yeah. uh, Rogue Squadron was just amazing, like from start to finish. I had a really good story, like um, you know the the ships you played, the missions, like. You know, um, back in the day, I didn't always go for, like, um, completionists and stuff like that. But my brother and me, we would take turns trying to get, like, the – I forget the, if there was, like – Were they like stars? Bronze, silver. Yeah, I forget what it was exactly. But there's some ranking yeah. system where, like yeah. – Like, the thing is, like, too, it wasn't just, like, hey, like, play this level and get a high score. It was, like, play this – I think. I, I could be wrong. But I was – I remember them saying, like, 
um, like some levels were better suited for different ships and stuff like that, where it was like you really needed to master this one ship to even like get this high level score. And it was kind of a challenge because you're like, well, shit, I don't really want to use the Y wing because it's slow and clunky and stuff like that. But it was like, it's the best bomber, and that's the way I'm going to beat this level the fastest and stuff like that. Uh, so yeah, Rogue Squadron and just eventually the Rogue Leader on GameCube, which is one of my favorite games on that system too. And that was a launch title. So mm. okay, uh, Corey, number five. Uh, my number five, I'm assuming it's going to be everyone. It's going to be much higher on everyone's list, so I'll just mention it. It's <laughs> Mario 64. Yeah, you can you can just mention that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we'll put a pin in the yeah. discussion on that one. Put a pin in that. Mm. Um, I'll just yeah. say that it's not higher on my list just because uh, I was not. I'm not as big of a fan of Mario as uh, some sure. other people and stuff. And just, although it was groundbreaking and everything, I just was never as you know into it. But okay. I. And I get that too. It's it's gonna be somewhere maybe for I mean, me. Listen, but guys, you guys, high, I know you're I both you're both Sonic fanboys. I get it. It's fine. You can be by. It's, I got it's a blue. Yeah. You, you I can't mean, put you can, Mario, all, you can always. Oh, just worry, jump I'm grooving my kids. So uh, my kids are. You can't put a Mario Sonic game on your list now. out of like, out of yeah. But, we're uh, playing the Sonic and Mario Olympic games. They always yeah, pick Sonic or Tails and Knuckles. Yeah, I'm about to get probably people yelling at their whatever they're listening to us on right now with my number four, uh, because it is only number four, and that's Ocarina of Time. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> Again. All right. All right. You should just put a pin in this, because yeah, I'm sure we're going to talk about it later. Yeah. Um, Didn't even it, make my list. I will say the reason why it's not high on my list is because the other games were so oh, much yeah, You love Link to the Past. Yeah. yeah, I know. Yeah, and Link to the Past is my favorite Zelda game. Yeah. So I've said this numerous times. It's not like it, it, it's... You guys yeah. should expect it from me. Uh, I did love this game a lot. Uh, it's awesome, but the games I'm mentioning, 3, 2, and 1, are just more replay and better. Uh, sure. They're just more fun. Not that Ocarina Time is not fun. They're more fun. All right. Uh, Mike, your number four. My number four, we actually just kind of mentioned. That's WCW versus NWO Revenge. Yes. Nice. I, I was on a metric for me if we, we, we did them. I love yeah. that so much. That game was um, so good. This... The first gun one, WCW versus NWO World Tour, came out a little before that. Thank and this you. is its sequel. This one is it's just a lot better. Um, yeah, improvement in every yep. single way. Yep. And, uh, and I remember anyway. Yeah, and uh, this is this game sort of got me into real wrestling at the time. I got into uh, WCW from this, yeah. Yeah, and uh, so and I it sort of taught you taught you uh, it's the funny thing is it's a very specific snapshot of time within the actual history of real wrestling that it represents but it at for that time it showed you like you know there was factions you could set up like who was rivals with who people would interfere based on those factions yep. um you had that a very was it like nwo red and nwo black or something yeah like there that? was nwo red and black and so like uh, yeah, yeah. Raven's yeah. Flock, yeah, and then just WCW. I mean, this was like the only time WCW was ever more popular than WWF. Yeah, it had, it had a, a little fun there. Yeah, but um, so like I got to know all these characters, and then you could also customize all of their uh, their clothing and stuff too. Oh, um, yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah, and uh, you know, it had you could grab weapons out of the crowd you could there was that's like, right that's right i forgot about that yeah. sprite base too man holds up yep yeah no the game and yeah detailed move sets uh some moves that you don't even see them do in like modern wrestling games uh they couldn't pull them off and uh you know it was just real fun it had the style I and mean, the opening sequence actually like was really detailed it was there was a lot going on there and yeah. i thought that was like that was kind of just like mind blowing to watch this yeah. as a kid. It's like, all right, this is the world of wrestling. Let's get into it. WCW, here we go. Yeah. This is developed by a Japanese uh, yeah. publisher, by the way. Uh, developer. Really? Yeah. Wow. Huh. It's so good. I'm looking at images right now while we're talking about it. <laughs> I can still. There's this one stage that we always used to play on, and I can still remember the theme, the the, the stage. I think it was Starcade or whatever like that. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I I can still hear that right in my head, like right now. <laughs> like that's it, because we played the the battle royale mode or whatever it was, like mm-hmm. all the time yep. on the stage. Yeah. So. Uh, a gr- great four player game. Oh yeah. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. That's the best part Amazing. about that. Yeah. Yep. That was a four player game. All right, um, Tony, you're number four. Let's see. My number four um, was the original Smash Bros. Okay. Um, just because, you know, uh, back then I just remember, like, this is before I was, like, too big a Nintendo guy. Like, I was, I was a Nintendo guy, but, like, 
you know, my, like I had the N64, my brother had the PlayStation. It was like one of those things where like we just would get the games that we wanted to play and, you know, share and stuff like that. But I remember like I was like, what is this, a fighting game for Nintendo? And I remember picking up and looking. I was like, that's kind of weird. I don't know. But then I saw the commercial for it on t- TV. If you guys remember the original commercial where they have like these. Yes, uh, because that, yeah. that, that like, song is so basically like big ass mascots. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Awesome. That, that, uh, that song was such a good commercial. I was like, you know what? Let me ask for this for my birthday or whatever it was. Um, and I got that, and my friends and I would just play it all the time. Like I remember even a couple times, like for sleepovers and stuff, we would do like ninety nine stock battles, which is crazy to think about. They would last like an hour and stuff like that. Items were set to max like frequency and stuff like that. But um, back in the day, we just like had fun with it. Um, and Pokemon was like the the next big thing. So like you know everybody wanted to be Pikachu. And like, I remember like seeing some of the characters like Captain Falcon from F Zero. Like like you know it's like that wasn't like a super popular title. It was like okay or like Nest from Earthbound. Like okay like that's cool and stuff like that and then you know little did i know back then i think it was 16 or or so back when that came out uh that it would be like you know lead to such a i think the best-selling fighting game franchise in the world so yeah yeah definitely cool uh cory number four my number four is 1080 snowboarding Ooh, oh yeah that's good just right wow. there with, with uh yeah was, was that near launch no no it was a little bit later after. Yeah. yeah, it was a little bit later, but I just remember just having a lot of fun with this one, playing multiplayer with my brother and just Rob doing all. Haywood. Yeah, just yeah, it was just <laughs> good. Just like you know, I I really that was like when snowboarding was really big. Everybody wanted to do snowboarding. Um, was... Uh oh, Corey froze. Not me. That wasn't me. Oh, I, th- I thought it was you. I was like, wait, no. for a second, oh, I just no. thought I yeah. thought my internet went out for a it's second. It's contagious. No, my Wi-Fi just switched over to uh, my other, my 2.5 gigahertz, whatever, 2.4. Uh, anyway, um, so yeah, just a great, uh, great game. So yeah, that's my number four, 1080 snowboarding. Cool. All right, uh, let me see, number three for me. Yeah, Mar- Mario Kart 64. Ooh, honorable mention. It. I think is, that was my number three also. Still to this day, in my opinion, yep. the best Mario Kart. It's, it's my favorite battle mode. It's got my favorite uh, It's my favorite racing game. I just love... I think Mario Kart nowadays is fine, but I, I like... I think it's gotten a little bit too... It's not as... I don't know. I like the, simplistic, the simplisticness of Mario Kart 64 and the improvements that it did on Super Nintendo. Did, like, they, did they fix the battle mode yet for this new I love... <laughs> Yeah. I still say that this is the best battle mode, Mario Kart 64. Well, this is the, probably the battle mode I play the most. Yeah, this sure. is my favorite battle modes to play. This, this is, is my probably the... Yeah, I played this Mario Kart version the most out of any Mario Kart. This I, this one is my favorite Mario Kart. It's, it's my favorite Mario Kart, without a doubt. And uh, I just love this game. Um, the shortcuts in the racing mode. Uh, again, back to shortcuts. Split screen. Four player split screen. Um, yeah, I mean, the yeah, we used to play. I mean, the, the battle mode by itself was just hours upon hours. I mean, I don't even know. There's more hours played in that than probably most of the games I've played nowadays together. You know, so yeah. <laughs> that's so yeah, unbelievable. That's my number three, Mike. My number three, and honestly, I could have put this like lower to but it's getting a little bit of a, a boost based on influence and impact. Not as much gameplay as uh, game time, I think, as my other games, but we mentioned it already, Mario 64. Yeah, mm-hmm. okay. Uh, my number three, just because this, the 3D world there of exploration, and uh, it, this may be, I don't know if this was the first game, but the the hub world idea, like the changing hub world that's like your home base, that like there's still stuff to explore, and then it sort of changes as things go on. And I, I just love that whole idea, just going back to the castle and exploring it and yep. have it changing in subtle ways. There's a few hidden stars here and there in it, too. Um, and then also the multiple sort of, like, objectives, really, where you can, like, you can just do the bare minimum or you can, you know, f- find the other stars. Yeah. 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 And, so it, and replay the same levels. You got a lot of, a lot of like, you know, time out of limited, like, areas, but it, it worked out well. So, but really, just the... When you compare this game to other like 3D platformers uh, in a similar time, even like years afterwards, it's not oh, even yeah. close. It's, yeah, it's not even more. close. Like this one, you can actually go back and play this, and it's pretty mm-hmm. good still. Yeah. Like, the other ones, like no, <laughs> you can't do that. So uh, Mario 64, obviously one of the mo- genre-defining, like era-defining games, and it was 
My, no, it it's seemed still, like it, every it, time it, a Nintendo system came out, like they had a Mario game that was just I mean, beyond, like way ahead of its time. Even and, and and it's still probably my favorite Mario game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can totally see that. Yep, I'll be talking about it shortly. But <laughs> um, Tony, your number three. My number three. Uh, see, the top three are all really close, um, and number two and three especially they could be interchangeable. Uh, but without drawing it, my number three is Goldeneye. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm sure we'll hear about it a little bit more. Um, yep. But I'll just say really quickly, like that game, uh, in my opinion, really pushed first-person shooters, which was previously, you know, pretty much a PC-only mm-hmm. experience, onto the consoles, and you know, led the way for other games like, you know, like Turok or you know, Time Splitters, and then obviously Halo into Call of Duty, which is, you know, insurmountable in terms of like popularity and stuff like that so that's all i'll say for now because i know we'll be hearing about it we'll go back to it just like mario here Corey, your number three my number three was mario kart 64 oh that's right (laughs) all right uh where do we on number two now mario 64 is my number two um yep mine as well so i'll talk about it all right yeah going back into a game that feeds that creative like part of me like in terms of not just exploring for the stars, but also exploring for level hacks. I don't know why I was like so big into this back when I was that age. Like, there was ways to just skip entire sections of levels in this game if you knew how to get through like a certain area, like sliding down a ridge. Yeah, and like and jump jumping, kicking, yep, yeah, yep, and stuff like yeah. that. Yeah, bouncing. Yeah. And there was ways, and I just <clears throat> love that aspect of this game. The depth. Not only was there a game to just play straightforward and beat, there was this subtle stuff like trying to find every crevice of secrets within this game. Uh, it's like. It's a game that I, when I now I'm hearing the rumors about Switch remake, I really hope like my mind went to Resident Evil 2 and other different games. But I'm like, wow, Capcom did an amazing job. If Nintendo does this for Mario 64, I'm probably gonna cry. And you know, like I just I want to <clears throat> play this again. I want to play this again. Like I'm ready to play this again now. I want to yeah. remake. It was um so, kind of redone, remastered, right on the. Um, there's a 3ds or ds yeah. version yeah, yeah it was a little bit but I, that's handheld i want to play it on my tv <laughs> so yeah. the way i remember it mm-hmm. uh tony was number two mike we can go we can all go around and talk about this because Corey didn't really mention it much in five but yeah so, but uh yeah for me i mean this is one of the things we're like i just remember because i was a teenager now and like i always liked video games as a kid obviously because it's just like that's the kid thing to do but i remember being like you know like beginning to become like a young man or whatever like that and just being like damn it's like i can't wait for this freaking system like nintendo 64 yep. it's like the thing is i got a hand-me-down nes super nintendo i didn't even know existed it was just like hey christmas present for you and your brothers like oh what the heck super nintendo what's that but n64 was like i remember getting nintendo power they're talking about it all the time they're like teasing this i just remember like coveting this game i remember going to toys r us to play like a demo, like waiting in line just to play a freaking demo of this game, and it just blew my mind. Yeah. Uh, and I think, I mean, I even just from the intro sequence where it's just you play with Mario's face, like just in, like right off the bat, captured like right. this is different, like this is 3D, and it's like so mind blowing. I remember even my parents, the the first night we got the N64, my parents were watching me, like me and my brother play this, and they were just mesmerized by the graphics, which you know I thought was interesting because like previously I never really cared about video games stuff, but they're like. Oh, it looks really good and stuff like that. But anyway, back to the game. Like, it's just you know, like Mike had said, the hub world idea where it's just like, hey, here's yeah, Princess Peach's castle. You gotta like go into these, jump into these paintings to go to these worlds to collect power stars to fight Bowser and rescue you know Princess Peach. It's like, what the heck? Like that's so crazy. <laughs> you know, um, anytime there's a large painting in a video game, I jump into it yeah, just to see if you can, yeah, just to see if you can interact <laughs> yeah. with it. Yeah, yeah, yep. I, I guilty the same way. But uh, it was just so awesome because like, you had these huge open worlds. I mean, at the time, open, you know, vast worlds where it's like, man, you can't, you can't even see the other state, the other side of the stage, and it's like the exploration of like a in 3D world. And I mean, the, the camera, the movement, like it was just Mario was freaking a ninja in that game, like just like the triple jump, the long jump, the crouching yeah. slide. Like he had a lot of moves. I'm not sure how many of them were practical, but he had a lot. Yeah, of moves. you know, I had a lot of moves, and honestly, like today, like you know, Jim's talking about the remake. Like I'm, I'm just waiting for it so bad because like this is the game that really pushed 3D technology. Mm-hmm. to to the forefront was like hey like here you go I mean, i'm not saying this is the first 3d game but like when you look at some of the, the early 3d games you're like all right this this is like fake 3d it's like this is like bam like real 3d and um e- even like uh flying with the the what is it the i don't know the winged hat or whatever the winged like hat, that. yeah the winged hat, i remember just like once you beat the game you can unlock it on um peach's castle's rooftop 
I used to fly across whatever. the stage. Yeah. Yeah. I would just I would just spend like 10, 15, 20 minutes just flying around yep. the castle because it's just so fun. I would play to music move it in that game. Um, yeah. I would play music and and fly around. Yep. That's yeah, I just was... fly around and stuff like that. So I was just good game, great game, uh, and you know, awesome. Corey, to see. Uh, Corey, anything when eggs? And he just mentioned it real quick. No, it's. I mean, you guys pretty much covered it all. And just like, the thing I wanted to say is, uh, you know, mentioning Toys R Us, like. I remember getting the little little slip of paper for the, the yep, system, yep. going up there and getting it, yes. and waiting in for like the little like they had the little area that you had to you know redeem it, and then they hand you the box, and it's like oh man, like uh, that's like my, my memory of getting Nintendo 64. Fun fact: yeah. uh, this was not the first game I owned for N64 because they were out of stock on it. I had to get cruising. Yeah, same here. Yep. I had to get cruising. Ooh, you got cruising. I got <laughs> yeah. um pilot wings instead, and I yeah. like told my mom I was like. Mom, no, 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 no. Like, let's find a way. And my mom came through. She's like, all right, don't open it. I'll, I'll figure something out. And, like, she came back, like, a few hours later. She's like, here you go. I'm using Mario. I was like, you're the best. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I had to wait uh, uh, to get mine. Yeah, yeah. We actually, I've actually just been, like, review. We've been converting old VHSs to, like, uh, actually onto this computer's hard drive. And I um, saw that, that I got um, – I, I haven't seen – this Christmas yet, but I remember at the time I, I actually saw '94, where I didn't realize that '94 is when I got the Genesis. So I got that pretty late, but I do because of that. I recall I was afraid to ask for the Nintendo 64. It's <laughs> probably just a year or two later. I'm like, I can't get this. But like I said, like I actually had dreams about the like what it would be like to play this game because I, I knew about it, I saw yeah. about it. But um, my brother, yeah. being less. Uh, I guess let's shy. Yeah. <laughs> he full he full on asked for it and we got it. I'm like, Jesus Christ. But yeah, that's you better. Be. <laughs> yeah. Nice. Oh yeah. Cool. All right. Um where are we on? Uh, number two is done. Number two from Mike. Um, we mentioned it before, but Super Smash Brothers. Um uh, for me oh, wow. this was at the time like one of the first like sort of party games uh with like my friends because we we had to be around twelve at this time or something, so uh, we were going over and to play stuff together a little more frequently at this age. And this was like the perfect party game, really. Like I hardly ever played it, really. I mean, I did play through it by myself a little bit, but it was either with my brother or with you know three other friends. It's uh, and uh, and again, like I remember that commercial <laughs> so vividly. <laughs> Every time I hear that song, which apparently. It's on the BGR playlist right now, so I hear it all the time. <laughs> and and I think about it, Smash Brothers and that commercial every. Yeah, whenever I hear that, that same, whenever I hear that song, because I'm not yeah. saying like obviously that song was popular before the commercial, but like uh, yeah, it's an old. It's, I, I I correlate the same things now. It was like as soon as they hear like, like the song, I just yeah. yeah, Smash Brothers and the giant like mascots beating each other up. Yeah, and, and I talked about it earlier, but you know one of the things that like just is crazy to think about like this first game had like what ten characters. Yeah, it wasn't a lot. Eight, eight, it, ten? It, it, yeah. yeah. Or 12, I think, after the secret characters. And, like, yeah. two, like uh, Luigi was a clone, basically, and Jigglypuff was half a clone of Kirby. But it's just crazy to think that this came from, like, 12 fighters to, like, 80 now in, in Ultimate. Just yeah. Nice. But what's funny is most of the core mechanics were there from the start. Yeah, yeah. It's exactly. not very different now. And uh, I, think, I think Samus was my main back then, uh, just because mm-hmm. I... I cheaply shot the charge shot while my friends fought on the other side. <laughs> but that's true. You know, I, I loved it and I put a lot of time into that game, so it's my number two. All right, Corey, number two. My number two is uh, Zelda, uh, obviously. Oh wow, uh, interesting. Yeah, I mean, uh, I mean, Ocarina is the, I think, like one of the first games that like really blew my mind on what you know you could do with. Obviously, you had Mario and stuff, and I was like, but again, I was mm-hmm. not as a big fan of Mario. But like, taking a 2D game and putting it into 3D, and having it so colorful and stuff, it just, um, yeah, it was, I just have a lot of memories with o- Ocarina on this Nintendo 64, riding that horse, and uh, just, yeah, that's probably the one Zelda game that I think I played the most because like the other ones, I think were really short. And this was short too. I mean, they were all really short games back in the day, but this one I felt seemed more epic for some reason. Yeah, I mean, I'll talk about because no secret, you probably guess it. This is my number one game, but yeah. Uh, yeah, I remember you know when I got the N64, like Mario was definitely like the thing I dreamed about. And don't get me wrong, I loved a lot of games after that. But after Mario came out, I remember like <clears throat> that's what Nintendo Power did. They just hyped up like yeah. you know the next big, and they knew it was going to be Zelda. They knew it. Oh, yeah. 
Yeah. Uh, and the thing was, like, I liked Zelda. Don't get me wrong. Like, I played Zelda 1 and 2 on the NES. Never beat them uh, as a kid. I was just like, okay, those are fun games, but never beat it. When I passed with the one I, I you know, finally beat, and I was like, yeah, this is a great, awesome game. But there's something about, like, seeing it in 3D. Yeah. I just remember coveting that game and being like, wow, this is going to be so awesome. Just because, like, it was like, and the thing is, I remember the joke was even back then, it was like, it kept getting delayed. They're like, oh, Miyamoto delayed it again. And just like, damn, let's release this game finally. And I remember, like, when they finally did, I think I was just, like, getting, like, my license or something like that, or, or, or learning to drive. And I just remember, like, always going to the mall to, like, you know, find out if, like, there's any more news. Other magazines had, like, more snippets of information and stuff like that, because I only had Nintendo Power, you know, so I didn't have, like, Game Pro or whatever other EGM and stuff like that. <laughs> Uh, but just, I mean, just from the boot up, the start sequence of that game, like you knew it was like going to be something special and, um, just the whole thing from like the time travel aspect. Cause like it mm-hmm. starts out with like, Oh, go do these three things. Like as a kid, and like, Oh, everything's all happy. Like, you know, yeah, it's, yeah, it's, exactly. it's, it's, a, it's a great time to be alive in Hyrule. And it's like, yeah. okay, cool. You collect those things. You pull out the master sword. Oh no! Things went to hell, uh, and you just step outside of the the temple of time, and it's just like, what the fuck happened? In like ten years, or you know, whatever the heck it is, and it's just like, you know, it, it's kind of like the link to the past, where it's like the light world and the dark world, but this is just like, yeah, things are bad. The hero of time disappeared, and uh, just things went to shit. Ganon, you know, took over, and it's just like, oh fuck. But uh, the story was just really awesome. Um, the music was amazing. You know, like Corey said, like the the part where you finally get a pwn on the horse and you're just oh, in high real field, like just again, just like the like the Mario thing. I would just remember just the running iconic, around the field. Yeah, the yeah, iconic, iconic song. The yeah. iconic songs with the directional the directional C button. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean all of that, the Ocarina. I mean, just calling your horse. Uh, and I just there's so many iconic moments of this game. Uh, it wasn't higher up my list because I had more fun yeah. playing Mario Kart, Mario, and my, obviously Goldeneye. Uh, um, but you know, now uh, it's this game was fantastic. It's a great Zelda game, but um, you know, for me, but it's it like unbelievable the change of like adult Zelda, going to adult Link. Uh, you know, growing up in that world, and then like uh, it's unbelievable. Like the world, the world changes you age. It was it was in in the uh, the temple, and uh, it was awesome. Like I remember that part. It was like it sticks. There's certain things in that game will always mm-hmm. stick with you, uh, yeah. no matter what. And the thing that really like kind of like you know, it was hard to wrap my around, uh, head around back then was like how like it wasn't just like as soon as you're adult link, that's it. Like you're just adult link because that, that would be the easy low hanging thing to do. Just be like, well, once you're adult link, that's it. Yeah. It's like, no, you have to juggle going back in time to like, you know, open up a path so that now you can go, fu- you know, in, into the future. And now that like rock area is cleared or like you give an item to this person and like they, you know, created, I don't know, po- whatever it was. But like, you know, you had to like juggle between like the past and the future and like going back and forth, which was very reminiscent of my top uh, SNES game and, in, in, you know, Chrono Trigger and stuff like that. So, yeah, just, yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. I mean, that's unbelievable. Uh, Mark V and arguably the best version of Ganon we've ever gotten. Yeah. Even yeah. in like, even the newest game, best version of Ganon still. Yeah. 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 So, yeah. Um, all right. Uh, where are we? Number one, Jim. Uh, my number one was the Golden Eye, as I mentioned. Um, multiplayer. Hey, I'm assuming that's your number one, Mike. Yeah, I uh, kind of slashed it with Perfect Dark, but I'll just like Golden Eye. If I have to choose one. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's Golden my Eye. number one, also. Oh, good. Okay, so multiplayer aspect, amazing. Nope. Even like the single player game of that game, I actually really enjoyed playing the single player. This no, game. Like, I mean, I mean, oh yeah, even, yeah. Even even though I know it doesn't age well, but I for a yeah. long time, even up until a few years back, I. I tried to play through certain levels in the single player just like once a year. Yeah. Uh, and I mean, it, it, once you kind of readjust, it's it's not too bad. <laughs> yeah. Because because there's all the optional objectives like in the higher difficulty settings. I mean, the crazy part about this game is how we all played with that frame rate. Like it, we all just kind of like aimed ahead, knowing where we were gonna float to. Also like, on CRT yeah. televisions. Yeah, like uh, <laughs> if you watch that frame right now, it's like, uh, how did you make a shot? But I'm like, as kids, we must have just known where that was gonna go. Like you can well, predict where it's they, gonna they, go. They, well, they also just screen. Very, yeah, very forgiving auto aim in this game. Um, yeah. Okay. But, but yeah, like the thing, like obviously the multiplayer is the huge is the huge thing of this game, and uh, and having the four ports and then the 64 was. Awesome, because right out right out of the box, if you just get the controllers, you can play it four player, four player split screen. It introduced, like Tony said, introduced 
first person shooters to the console people like uh, this there weren't really first person shooters before that yeah kind of and the controller helped obviously with an analog stick helped have that but um yeah just the multiplayer i just remember doing that so much like that was yeah, hours upon that, like, hours yeah upon weekend hours. is like 12 hours easy friend rule of playing, friend rule of no no odd jobs yeah yeah, yeah and, that, and that's the yeah. other thing it's just like all the special like little things and quirks you could put into the multiplayer game like paintball mode and yeah, oh, yeah. I mean, this is one of one of the uh, biggest i think sort of like cheat games ever like i, had the I was most just about cheats. to say that too yeah because like i loved it like how they tied in the single player objectives is like that was one of the things like this oh, is yeah. a game i i, I remember yeah. like mastering quote unquote because it's like you beat the game you're like okay let me try what was it secret agent next yeah. yeah, and then Double O Agent was a hot hardest or something yeah. like that. And I played, but like, yeah. yeah, but usually, like, as you increase the difficulty, like, things would change. It wasn't just like enemies had more health. No, it was whatever, a, like, additional objectives. Adi- additional objectives, different enemy placements. I remember that fucked me up for a long time. I was like, wait, what? Like, I was like, there's an extra dude here or something like that. And I was just like, yeah. Even in the first stage, like the 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 facility, like you would go to yeah, the bottom. Room, yeah, I knew if show. I didn't yeah. get to Doctor Doke or whatever, I was right. like, no, reset. Like, just reset. reset. Right it's not even it, worth it. That one, that was one. One of the cheats was tied to getting through that like really quick. I think. Yeah. Yep. I, I remember the other level that was like really hard to do on whatever double uh, O difficulty was. Um, the train. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you oh, guys yeah. remember that. Oh, yeah. Where like it was that. just you had to blitz. Like you had to just. You couldn't stop. You just go. And if you did not kill an enemy, it's like, well, shit, I just need to keep running, kind of dodge left. Oh, man. That, that game was amazing. And, like, just, you know, it, it's kind of a shame that first-person shooters since then, I feel like, really, I don't know, it's just, like, kill enemies and stuff like that. And I'm like, man, like, bring back something like that where it's, like, objective-based, like, you know, yeah. maybe you don't have to just shoot your way out, you know, and stuff like that. And, um, the other thing is too is not only the efficiency, but I remember getting a game shark for the N sixty four just to hack yep. to be able to use some levels in multiplayer. I don't know if you guys ever did that, but like the game, I, like they I were, did have a game shark and I only use it for this game, but I didn't do it for that. I just did it for all weapons and unlocking like everything because I didn't couldn't do it on my own. <laughs> oh man, yeah, that was that was the one thing is like I remember being very proud that was like when I finally got the last whatever it was. Oh, it was yeah, hell yeah, so like that, but great yeah. game, amazing game. Cor- Corey, your impressions are no i mean, talked about it it's just like, okay. you know, like again just oh. having the memories of playing multiplayer and uh, yeah like you guys all said the single player game is fantastic at the time uh, it yeah. was one of the best um licensed games yeah, yeah. Uh, it came <laughs> out it came Easily. out it came out years after the movie and yeah, i really and... love the movie too and i feel like they both complement each other pretty well like it makes the world of the movie right. or the game it and makes it like feel just... bigger it wasn't a cash-in, right? It wasn't a cash-in. No, it was, just, no, it was a legitimate game. It, and, uh, it made you feel like, oh, you're playing this James Bond. Like, all and, the gadgets and all the stuff were really cool. Yeah, yeah. The, the, the weapon variety, like the mines. You had remote mines. You had proximity mines. Oh, that's right. I love right, using yeah. those in yeah. multiplayer. I love this. Like, yeah, remote around the corner, smacking on the wall. It's like, set up, yeah. Create, create absolute <laughs> madness. <laughs> but also... There's all these little details, too. Like, you could shoot a mine and that would blow it up. And actually, one thing that happened with me and my brother were playing multiplayer, you actually, if you shot a rock, a RPG midair, it would explode there, too. So th- there was lots of little attention. Tricks and, yeah, as well. yeah, yeah. Absolutely, yeah. So it was awesome. All right. Uh, GoldenEye number one. Uh, Ocarina number two. Um... Mario number three. Mario number three. I think with points. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Mario number three. It's got to be Smash next, right? I think Smash. Yeah. Mario Kart. Because Smash. Smash Smash was a four and a two, and then there's two threes. Two threes for Mario Kart. Yeah. So just make them four and five then. More Mario. Four. Whatever. And Smash. Smash. Or Smash the Mario. I put Mario then and then Smash. Although Smash was a two. Yeah, they're yeah. The two. They both average out to be the same. Yeah, thing. Smash yeah. and then Mario Kart. So here's your five. Number five, Mario Kart. Number four, Smash. Number three, Mario 64. Number two, Ocarina of Time. And number one is GoldenEye. That's our top five All, list. All um, exclusives, too, which, I mean, not, not necessarily. There was a lot of great third-party games, though. There really was. Like the Madden yeah, games, yeah. the NHL games were great. Um, but... But all star base. Like back in those days, it's like it's the exclusives were the, the thing. No. Like that's, I mean, yeah, that's where they were at. Like the the the, the third party games for me were mostly sports games, you know, like Madden and NHL. And, uh, I think Ken Griffey Jr. Baseball was on this, and that was awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I so. played All Star Baseball actually. 
Yeah. Yeah. All right. That's going to wrap up 492 of the Gamecast. Thanks for tuning in. You can write us and let us know what your top five list is. Podcast at allyoucangeek.net. Follow us on Twitter, All You Can Geek. Like us on Facebook. If you're watching this on YouTube, please hit that subscribe button and the like button. We appreciate it. Comment on comment below as well. Tune in next week. We'll have more topics coming your way. Stay safe. Stay healthy. See you next week.